Hi everyone, I'm so excited for you guys to hear today's interview. It is with my lovely friend Ollie, who's a photographer and is big into fitness and works with Joe Wicks and has just a real passion and a heart for emotional health and mental health. And so I'm really, really happy to have been able to sat down with him and chatted him about his own experiences and um, he's really honest about some struggles that he has. So I think that's going to be really helpful for a lot of you. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for you guys to hear this one. Welcome to the Emotional Health Podcast. I'm Lucy, the host, and this podcast is designed to encourage and equip you in your emotional health through education, interviews, and real life experiences. Enjoy. So welcome back to the Emotional Health Podcast, everyone. And today we've got another lovely interviewee um, and he is sitting right in front of me and his name is Ollie Bates. Hello. <laughs> Hi, how are you, Lucy? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'd, I'd like to confirm, actually, we're online on Google Meet, actually, is what we use rather than in person. But it'd be really Correct. cool if we met in person because oh, I don't would think be we've fun. actually ever met in person. No, we need to no. make that happen, definitely. Yes. Absolutely, we do. Um, we met via, well, sort of on social media, but I guess the main way was through, we were both on a photography training um, co- training course. Is that how you would describe yeah, it? Yeah, I, 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 I don't describe know how it like that. describe it, but um, yeah, it was kind of like a bit of a support group, but for photographers and <laughs> um, kind of just a place to sort of for us to learn um, a bit more and from Johnny who's an amazing photographer. So I guess that's kind of really introduced sort of what you do, Ollie. So, but also I'm going to let it come over to you now. Um, <laughs> chat to us about who you are, um, what you do, and yeah, tell us a bit about yourself. Thanks, Luz. So um, I'm Ollie. Um, hello, everyone. Um, I'm 28. <laughs> 28, I can't believe that. 28, all my days. <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? Um, so I'm 28 and I, I'm living in Twickenham. With my lovely wife Nix, um, who is actually expecting a baby, um, which is really, so really exciting. Um, yeah, as of today, we had our sixteen-week scan, so um, really oh, exciting time. That's so, so that's nice. Yeah, heard the really heartbeat, exciting. which is good. Yeah, it's so strange. It's like a. It's, re- it's really fast as well. It's it's yeah, really they strange. Are really fast, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so dad to be, oh. I guess. Could put yes. that in my little bio. Oh. Um, and yeah, so as kind of Lucy was um, saying, I'm a wedding photographer, but I kind of do that part time at the minute as I'm working um, with Mr. Joe Wicks, a.k.a. the body Mr. coach as Joe well. Wicks. So um, my week is split up. So Mondays are all for um, wedding stuff like admin, editing, that kind of stuff along my weekends. And then Tuesday to Friday, I'm working with uh, with the body coach. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. How do you find that split at the moment? You know, how has it been last year? How do you foresee it coming this yeah. year? Um, in terms of obviously, as a wedding photographer, I know what it's like with not just obviously shooting on wedding days, but also mm. the admin and also the edit afterwards. So, how do you find that balance between yeah being that part time job with Joe Wicks and photography? It's definitely had its challenges. Like totally, I think time management is something that I've had to learn to improve so much. I think because initially I was working Monday to Friday with Joe, photographing a wedding on Saturday, not sleeping on Saturday night. You must know what it's like, Lucy. Get home. You're so buzzing. Sunday, Sunday I'm knackered, might be like helping out at church, 
trying to have time in Nick's and then you just go again. So I decided to take Mondays off um, just to give myself a little bit of leeway. So on Sunday when I crash and burn and have a bit of downtime, Monday's there, it's like a buffer to do all the editing and stuff. So I've started to enter into a routine, but um, I think I'm definitely in a place now where I need to reevaluate again. Um, weddings are booking up, which is really exciting. It's great. Really exciting, um, yeah. And then, um, you know, stuff with Joe Wicks is going good. I've been there for about five years now. Oh, wow, so, that long. Yeah, re- yeah, a really long time. It's gone so fast, but yeah. it's um, it's an amazing company to be a part of. Like, It's oh, a big family. Everyone loves yeah. each other. Um, it's been some of the best five years, some amazing memories. Um, and I'm still absolutely loving it, still really enjoying it. But I think I'm at a place now where the photography is just taking off so much and I see myself as a creative and it's something that I'm really passionate about. And I just want to see where it can go. And I think I'd always live in that moment of like, oh, why didn't I? Or what if, what if, so I just want to see what will happen. So at the moment, it's one day a week um, and it's it's manageable. Yeah. But with the baby on the way, I can I can, <laughs> I can imagine it's going to go downhill quickly and, oh, you know, it's going to be, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. So it's, um, it's TBC, I guess, is mm. the, uh, is, yeah the body coach also to be confirmed so um tbc uh, i think is is where i'm at in the minute but um yeah time management gosh oh yeah. wow how do you how do you gosh. find that come on give me some tips lucy what do oh, i need to do flip an egg i mean i don't know about giving you any tips um, oh, because it's no. <laughs> um, really difficult i think I mean, part of it was, I think, deciding for myself, okay, what do I really want to pursue? And, you know, thankfully for me, in a way, I was, it was really starting to become clear that for me, being self-employed was going to be the best thing for me, uh, just in terms of my personality, but also Mm. in terms of my mental health. Um, I love the flexibility that came with being, comes with being self-employed. Yeah. And I think that outweighed staying in my other job um mm. and so that's slowly over time i was four i changed from a job that was five days a week to four days a week and then that job went from four days a week to two days a week and now that uh, depending on when this podcast comes out that job is also about to finish so i think sure. you know it definitely got easier obviously the more that wedding photography took over the more that that started to become my like okay totally yeah this is where I want to go and to do that I need to take a bit of a risk and Mm. leave the other job and it was I mean it sounds like you really love your job with the body coach whereas as I did like my job and I learned a lot but I wasn't loving it sure and it wasn't something I was particularly worried about leaving um and so that that definitely helped um but yeah the balance is i think sometimes what's harder is not necessarily the time but just the mental capacity totally and trying to keep on totally. top of everything and deciding you know and i only think that's actually going to become worse as i'm fully self-employed and still pursuing photography and this podcast mm. but any given day i'm like what do i focus on today yeah, like, i, yeah, I yeah. just don't i don't know which one i need to do what's more important i'm doing my photography social media or recording for the podcast mm. i don't know so that that's definitely still something i I'm going to be working on but definitely that yeah. mental capacity and holding a lot of things not just career wise but also personal life as you're saying you know just hanging out with your significant other and yeah. you know remembering to do the food shop and that's it you want to have all this time to do all of these things and 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 have that space and I think that's it like I'm in it I'm in a, a moment right now where it's 
almost like two full-time jobs and having to juggle them both. And there's going to come a crux. There's going to come a moment where it's like, I need to choose now and I need to go for it. And I feel like it's scary as well because the industry that we're in with photography, it's COVID has obviously like hampered that in, in a lot of ways with like cancellations and stuff. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, gosh, like I've got to, you know, try and financially look after a family. And like, what is if COVID happens? Whereas I've got this safety net of like, you know, um, a monthly income with like the body coach and it's all these things that, that that come into play so these are all thoughts in my head that I have every day like oh my goodness should I just press go and just go for it now but I'm yeah. like no I don't feel quite ready yet I'm still yeah. like establishing myself and all these different thoughts so I feel like I'm building up to this crescendo moment where it's gonna it's gonna something's gonna happen but um I just know that this year is gonna be a busy one but I just need to just to close my eyes and just go for it and just pray that it's okay I also think that you really downplay where you're at. Like you talk about still establishing yourself. I'm like, you are established. Like you are an amazing photographer. You're very kind. You're so <laughs> yeah. talented and stuff that I think that you would you would be absolutely fine. And I think probably it's about having a bit of confidence in yourself to um, to think... know that it will work out. It's scary because you just don't you. It's not certain in terms of will I get bookings next year or yeah, that sort of, of thing. Um, but I guess that kind of comes with, you know, the territory of what it's like. Um, and yeah, yeah, but I be confident in yourself, I reckon. And that is, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Like so many people who I speak to about it, they're like, you just don't have any confidence in yourself. Ollie. And the reality mm. is that I think I really don't. I just, mm. I think, yeah, I, I kind of put myself down. I think, oh my goodness, like I really can't do it. Or oh, what, what if, what if, like I, I almost yeah. live in this, I don't know if you do this, but on weddings, I think, mm. what if this is the wedding that goes wrong? Yeah. What if this is the moment where it all just falls to pieces? Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. to think to myself, well, I've done it last time. I did it the time before and yeah. the time before and the time before all went well. And clients were happy and, you know. So I kind of lived this like polarised life. Where I'm like, I know I can do it. I've I've put in the hard work and the effort and I feel like, you know, I'm developing and I'm getting to where I want to be. But then this other little voice goes, oh, but it could be today that it all goes wrong. And I'm like, oh, no. So I, I definitely deal with that battle a lot in my mind. And I, I think I'm an internal processor where I don't maybe externally put that out to other people. So I keep it within. So people might think, oh, you know, Ollie, you know, he's fine in himself. He's happy where he's at. But actually, I'm a bit like... I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure. I'm just kind of like fake it, fake it till you make it. So many photographers have said to me, the best piece of advice is fake it till you make it. Even like the, the, the ones who you think, and we're all looking at who are just, yeah, they're smashing it. They're like fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, totally. I think because that's the thing, you you can't grow it. You can't grow if you're not putting yourself out there and if you're not putting yourself outside your comfort zone or actually, you know, how are you going to get wedding clients if you like never shoot weddings you know yeah, you can't yeah, you, yeah. you've got to you know and um not on the podcast I will tell you about a story of a wedding that didn't go very well for me and I've still managed to be okay from it oh, but that okay. is not a story yeah. for right now <laughs> I've got one of those as well absolutely and in terms of photography you and your wife had started mm. photography together and I know now it's just become you yeah. Um, so what sort of, I guess, made that decision for you guys um, in terms of um, 
yeah, I guess going solo instead of a um, joint partnership in photography. Yeah, so Nick's and I, we, we both um, tackled the photography together, actually, and she was the one who really got me into it. She, She's amazing. She inherited a lot of her dad's equipment when he passed away with the photography, and she really wanted to continue that legacy moving forward. And um, I just remember going to Edinburgh, and we, <laughs> we went on this nice little holiday at Christmas, and I was just the Mr. Rucksack man. I was just carrying all this, like, photography stuff. I just had no idea. I was like, what is this? this is really All I know is that it was really heavy. And it, every five seconds it felt like Nick was like, stop, I need to change my lens and I need this camera. And I was like, can we just look at Edinburgh? Because it looks lovely and I feel yeah. like I'm missing it. And she's like, no, no, that'd be worth it. And at the end of the holiday, she showed me these pictures and they were unbelievable. And they just captured the essence of that time away. And I just said to her, like, let me borrow that camera. Like, I want to have a go. Teach me. And bless her, Nick, she's amazing. She's, um, she's great at kind of um, understanding something and relaying it really well and she's very patient with me so um she kind of helped me just get off the ground I guess and just the entry level sort of photography and then um I come in and I have this kind of like entrepreneurial side of my brain which goes we can make this into a business like let's go for it we're best mates we're husband and wife why don't we just do it so um yeah so I kind of did months and months of practicing you know shooting and stuff and then Actually, uh, it was uh, one of Nix's mum's lodges was getting married and she was like, hey, we're looking for a photographer. We've seen some of your photos you've been posting together. We love them. Um, we're on a bit of a budget. Would you be happy to do it? And so we're like, absolutely, we'll do it for free. No problem at all. Like, it's good experience for us. We really appreciate it. Someone has, we all have to start somewhere, right? So we absolutely, did that. yeah. And I was loving it, like... I love weddings as it is. Mm, I literally, yeah. weddings are the best because oh, everyone's on good form. Weddings. You know, yeah. everyone's dancing. Everyone looks great. And it, you just can't, you can't help but be happy. So I was just in my element. I was like, I can take pictures. It was just so much fun. So anyway, so we kind of built this portfolio and this website. And, and from there, it kind of grew and grew. And it was all going really well. But I think actually we, we hit a point where um, Nick's, was starting to feel the strain and maybe the pressure that was attached to weddings because like we know weddings yes they're amazing yes they're so fun and so lovely to be a part of but also in terms of working at a wedding they're quite high pressure situations right um and it, it involves a lot of mental um mental health a lot of uh, event a lot of uh, mental energy and a lot of yes, mental and yeah. physical strength as well Absolutely. so we're doing this as well whilst working for the body coach nick's works with me at the body coach as well so it was just take up a lot of our time and energy. And that after speaking about it, and you know, we really had to kind of eke it out of each other. And I could just get the sense that for Nix, it wasn't really giving her maybe the life and the energy that I was getting from it. And so we hit this point and I said, look, I don't want you to continue if it's gonna make you feel like this because you're my best friend, you're my wife. Like, it's so important that we're on the same page. Um, this can't happen. So I want to make sure that you're happy. And if you're happy, I'm happy. So we come to the decision that we were going to, um, we were going to just leave it there. Um, and she would see out all the contracts that she had because of COVID. Um, and then, yeah, we were just going to see them out and then continue. And then she'd finish up. So she smashed it. Nick's was so good. Like all of her, all of our couples were amazing and they were really understanding in the situation. But Nick's gave everything to every single couple and she never, she never like let on like do you know what I mean she she never like she opened up and showed like actually how she was maybe really feeling deep down but she put on a brave face she went for it and she's such a gifted photographer but it's just that weddings weren't for her so 
I um I've decided to fly the flag solo for Team Baines. Um and it's it's different. It's really different. It's it's been tricky adjusting going from, you know, uh, a tag team partnership, always having Nick's around and almost that safety net to having just me and it's me on my own, traveling on my own, staying overnight on my own, um, you know, dealing with everything on my own, that kind of stuff. So it's um it's been different, but um, I am loving it. I'm really enjoying it. And, and Nix is so supportive. She's great. She she loves to check in, and she's she's kind of my little checker because obviously she's so well versed in the photography. Yes, she knows. She knows it's it. so handy to have her around, and she can just go, maybe just have a look at that one again, or that one looks really great. And it's a lovely to have another set of eyes on it. So um, yeah. But the transition's been good. It's it's been tricky, but I feel like now I'm in a place where I feel more confident to work on my own. Um, but like I said, I just love weddings. Weddings are great. They're so yeah. much fun. Oh, they're so, so much fun. Much fun. And I get so emotional at every wedding I go to. It's Do you? Yes. Are you a cry? Are you a crier? Are you one oh, of those? Yes, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, oh, I, love I, that. I cry a few times a week, um, literally. But also, yeah, it's just sometimes with those speeches and when they're about to do their vows and oh mm. it's just yeah I love it um but I always try and seem especially if I don't really know them really well yes especially at the start when you know when I started getting weddings where it was like I was doing it for someone or a second shooting you know I didn't know the couple as well as I do yeah. as I try and get to know them now I always feel a bit embarrassed or like but <laughs> And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, just don't, don't look at me. I'm trying. I don't oh, know, it's really amazing. Weird that your yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty emotional. Um, oh, that's sweet though. Yeah, I like that. I, I love them. I think they're fantastic. Um, yeah, and you're so great. And well, you know, so, obviously, so it's so fab that you've been able to sort of carry on with it, and it's something that um, you really love as well. That, that's really great. And you mentioned that Nick's works too for the body coach. Yes, um, yeah. So what do you both actually do there? Tell me a little bit about your work there. Yeah, so if you haven't heard um, of Joe Wicks, aka the body coach, he um, has kind of set the health and fitness world alight, basically. Um, especially during COVID and lockdown, you might know him with his that P with Joe and workouts Love and stuff. That. So um, yeah, so Nick's has been there for six years. I've been there for five years, and essentially Joe has got a online health and nutrition plan. It's like a fat loss plan. It's a ninety day plan, and he's just recently um, put out uh, an app for iOS and Android and stuff. And um, yeah, so we kind of help clients graduate from those plans, help them with any questions on there. Um, if it's support on like the, the nutrition side of things or the exercise, that kind of stuff, and even admin based issues. So um, it's quite demanding in terms of you've got maybe like 90,000 people on these plans. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people who need, who need, who need answers to questions. It's a lot of people who have um, different maybe like um, backgrounds and health and fitness and they need to kind of know, will it work for them? Why is it not working for them? Um, and all the personal things that we all go through day to day and it's kind of flooding into us. So we're quite a small team of support. Um, and um, yeah, so we've been doing it for like four, uh, yeah, five, five and six years now. So it's, um, but it's been amazing to see that business grow because ultimately his mission is just to see people feel fitter, healthier and happier. And that is just the most amazing motto. And, it, and it's not even just from the physical. And what I love is that in the app, that we've just released a lot of it is is not so focused on weight or inches lost it's about how do you feel do you feel happier do you feel healthier you know um are you sleeping better all these sorts of things and actually it's 
it's lovely to see an app that isn't so focused on the outward but also really focusing on the inward as well so um yeah it's a real privilege to work for such a, an amazing company yeah it is oh. good oh that's so great i love that so much and how is joe wicks in real life as nice <laughs> as he seems I, I no totally he is <laughs> one of the nicest oh. funniest guys ever and, and i'm not even just saying it just because he's, he's my boss like genuinely he's so humble He's just so lovely. Like, he'll always open up his home. He's like, guys, we're going to have like a team get together. I want you to come around. I'm going to like host you all. And there's a, just a real sense of humility to Joe. And he deeply cares. And and one thing that I really noticed about Joe, um, only like a couple of years into the business, is when he'd come into the office and meet the team, he it, he would never talk about the clients as, as numbers or numerical figures or about money. It was always... What, what can we do to actually help these clients? And I love that he was talking about that behind closed doors. Because how easy would it be to be like, oh, guys, just keep churning it out. Keep, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like a very business-minded side of things. But actually, Joe is very, he really cares about every person. He's like, how can we make every single person on the plan or now on the app feel like they're a million dollars and just like they're the best person? How can we encourage them? How can we keep keep them on the app how can we keep them just getting fitter healthier and happier and it's and to hear him say that behind closed doors in a team where that you know no one else is listening was like yeah this guy yeah. is he's a solid solid guy, solid guy. Um, amazing. yeah and he's really in touch with like his you know um kind of emotional and health you know his his well-being like he talks about it so much on his instagram as well how yes again like i was saying before of course you want to look great. We all want to, you know, if you want to go to, if you're going to the gym, you can do it for aesthetic reasons, but he really talks about and dials in about the mental side of, um, yeah, his kind of mental well-being as well, what it does for him and what it can do for us as well when, when we exercise and stuff. So I, I feel like I can really relate to Joe. He's, he's very relatable. That's the thing as well I love about him. So um, he's a good guy. What you see is what you get as well. He's, he's super hyper. He's like a big kid, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, he's, he's great. He's great. No, I think that's so important to... I mean, first of all, I think it shows the fact that you've been, you know, at that place five, six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this day and age at the moment, that's actually quite a long time to be, you know, the same team and stuff like that. Um, But I think that really then shows how how great he probably is to work for um, by how long, you know, you've been there for. And also, I think it's so important that we, you know people are who they are not just in the public but also in, in private completely um, agree and i think it really reflects a person's true character so that's you know i think that's when you see that in someone you're like oh yeah okay you are you are the same in private and public and that yeah. you know is says a lot and that means a lot um mm. no i love that that's so cool well you live such an interesting life <laughs> i love it so much so much going on so busy um so we've obviously touched on elements of sort of mental health throughout this conversation kind of what mm. we do and that sort of thing um but i'd love to hear you know what i guess it sounds like a bit of a broad and weird question but what your thoughts are on emotional and mental health you know is it something that you feel like you um, are aware of quite a lot in your own life or growing up or um, yeah so I guess what are some first thoughts that come to mind when sort of thinking about yeah your own yeah health? I think it's a really good question do you know I think I was very naive to it younger and I think it's only been since I would say it was six months before Nix and I got married that I was like crikey I really need to check in with my 
emotional well-being here because I feel like on the edge and that's not because of because of Mary Nix at all yeah. basically basically um <laughs> absolutely not at all yeah, best, yeah, yeah. best day ever um so just before so Nix and I we were, we were meant to get married in 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 the September of 2017 I think and uh, Nix's dad um really sadly um he he was suffering with um, a rare type of blood cancer and he was getting really really unwell bless him and it got to the point two weeks before um, our wedding we had to postpone um, and rightly so like he um, he was deteriorating quite a lot and, and sadly passed away oh, so we had to sorry. move yeah we just had to move the wedding and it was just yeah. it was such a hard time and for Nick's and everything and it was at that point I realized like in my head I had all these thoughts about you know how oh gosh like I can't even process this like this amazing man just taken far too soon so young and I've got to think about a wedding. I've got to think about Nick's. I'm thinking about like, how am I feeling about it? And I just, I just, I shut up shop. Lucy, I didn't say, I didn't really communicate how I was feeling. And if anyone asked me, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Because I'm thinking people need to be asking Nick's. Like Nick's is the one that she's just lost her dad. And don't worry about me. And actually in the lead up to um, the March date, which is when we got married in 2018. I Sorry, really sorry to interrupt. What date did you get married in March? Third, uh, third of March. Oh, I was twenty fourth. Is, oh, is, uh, is it on the blackboard behind? Yeah, me? Can I you was twenty fourth of March, twenty eighteen. So literally, was it? Only, like, probably. Good time, good time. Love March um, twenty eighteen. Very sorry. Yes. Carry on. No, I, no, no, I no, no, <laughs> no. Not at all. Not at all. But um, yeah. So during in the lead up to March, I just found myself in this weird headspace where I was like, I need to get really fit. I need to lose loads of weight. I was just in this like zone, and I think looking back now, I w- I felt so out of control of what was happening in in life, and I thought the only thing I can control is things that go into my body, so food, and the things I can do in my body, so exercise. And I lost a ton of weight, and it was just becoming so I was becoming so obsessed with it, and it was like my way of processing what was going on, almost like a form of like self flagellation, basically, just like I'm just like just trying to hurt myself here. And actually it developed to the point where my hair was falling out. I had alopecia and the stress of just everything was just on top of me. And I was so scared of like doing my speech because of like my hair falling out. I was like, oh my goodness, all eyes are on me. And the more I stressed about it, the worse mm. it got. And all of these things and, and, and my hair is like, you're seeing now, it's quite big, it's quite beefy. Mm. And it's just become like a bit of a trademark thing where I've always had quite a big hair, that kind of stuff. And for me to lose my hair was almost like me losing my identity. Mm. I was like, I am just slipping away here. And with all of this, trying to, you know, make sure Nick's is okay. And yeah, so looking back, mm-hmm. I remember just thinking, crikey, I was in an absolute state here. And I just probably didn't understand what was going on. I didn't really yeah. understand what to do with these emotions or these thoughts or feelings that were, were happening. And it was such a mix of like, you know, we've got a wedding coming up. It's going to be the best day, but also tinged with this sadness because Phil's not here and course, yeah. all this. And then we had the beast from the east. And like loads of our friends oh, couldn't come yeah. because of the snow, and it was just like, oh my goodness, it was, wow. it was, it was absolutely, it was, it was a really difficult time. Whenever I, I really think about emotional kind of health, I always think back to that time because that mm. was the time where I, I really thought, crikey, this, this is something new for me that I've never yeah. experienced before. And I don't know how to process it. I yeah. don't know what to do with this kind of all these sorts mm. of things. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and imagine actually probably came as quite a shock in a way like obviously oh, yeah. you would expect yourself to be sad after losing 
your father-in-law and you know obviously seeing Nick's you know how she was and you know that you know you would expect to be sad but I think in terms of for it to get to where it got to I imagine it's something that especially if you're not really aware of your own mental health beforehand it's kind it can come suddenly come as a shock of being like wow I can't believe this thing has just suddenly happened to me I'm experiencing this that I never really thought it'd be something that I would be you know concerned about or you you know something that would actually affect me Absolutely. And I've, I've never been a worrier. Like, as a youngster, I kind of was a bit like, oh, everything's good. Like, why do people worry? I don't understand why people worry. Like, <laughs> like it's just live in the moment and just enjoy yeah. it. But actually, the older I got and, 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 and yeah, life happens, right? And these life experiences. And like you said, I just didn't know what was happening. I didn't know how to articulate what I was feeling and didn't know how to process it. And I think it was just like a... Yeah, one of those moments. But it, it, do you know what? It's been a great learning curve because actually if I enter a, a time where I feel anxious and it is something that I'm, I'm really happy and open to say that I have become quite an anxious person um, and I have these anxious tendencies, but it's trying to put in steps in place that, that help me process that much better. So before, you know, not talking and just doing it on my own basically led to my hair falling out because I was just like unable to process anything. Whereas now I've really learned that actually Nix is an incredible sounding board Nix is very empathetic and understanding and, and Nix she was devastated to think that I was holding in things because just because she felt bad that I was worried about what she was going to say because it was her yeah, dad but she yeah. was like no I really want you to like share me yeah. with this I want you to talk to me because I know it's affecting you just as much as it is me so she was so gracious in that and yeah I, I'm definitely putting steps in place now where if I feel anxious I can go to Nix or I can go to someone and say hey do you know what I'm not feeling so great can we just have a little chat chat about this? Because um, I think it might be really helpful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's that's really great to hear that. You know, you you're more able to get into that space now, where it's not mm. saying, "Oh, it's you know, I'm gonna turn it off." Oh, that was a weird time, right? Anyway, back on. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, I was before actually you've taken that. So, oh, okay, this is a bit of a wake up call. Do you yeah, know that yeah. I'm still as human as everyone else, and will experience different things, and sometimes mm. you don't expect your mental health you you struggle with your mental health sometimes and sometimes it does but you're not you know being like right okay well that's done and dusted now I've experienced that and that's it you know it's actually okay I think that experience has changed me but that will have obviously it's harder times but probably I imagine have its more positive things totally totally you know I think sometimes when we struggle more with our mental health it makes us more aware and empathetic and supportive of those around us and it makes them more aware which in turn is a really really good thing um, agree. as well um even though it obviously really sucks and it's really hard sometimes. yeah of course um you mentioned that obviously one of the things you, you did to cope in that time which kind of became a bit unhealthy was the looking into the exercise and the food you know that control that aspect of control which is really common when you struggle with anxiety is when you feel out of control, you need to find something to find control. Yeah, to in. bring and it back. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what, you know, people use lots of different ways. And, you know, it's interesting you hearing talking about it is a way of almost like you're also hurting yourself in a way, because we sometimes use those things as punishment or we we see, you know, we think we hear the term things like self-harm and stuff. And we just think, oh, we think, you know, cutting or burning or that sort of thing. We instantly go to that. But actually, sometimes it can be used through less obvious and seemingly yes. oh this is a really positive healthy thing for me yeah, um yeah, yeah. such as exercise so 
I guess, and obviously, you know, you've talked about, you know, obviously exercise is a big part for you and we'll come on to your five day in a bit and talk about that. And that's obviously, you know, movement is fantastic and exercise is really good for you and eating healthy and all of that. So I guess, how did you learn to maybe take that from maybe an unhealthy place to a more healthy place? And do you, do you find yourself still struggle sometimes with that kind of, as you said, obsession with, you know, exercise and healthy eating really good question lucy i think you know i think that's an ongoing battle for me i think Mm. if you spoke to nicks as well she would say that's definitely my ongoing battle i really struggle with like body image i really struggle with kind of what i see in the mirror i really struggle with kind of um the the i i thankfully i love to exercise i love to move so i'm glad it's not like a oh gosh i have to now move because i've eaten this or i've done this i i love crossfit i love going to the gym i love playing sport so I'm so pleased that that's the fundamental, the foundation that it's built on. But the the side, the the aesthetic side of thing really does still play a massive part in it for me. Where it's like I can enjoy this, but ultimately, am I looking good as I want to be? And you know that's something that I'm just I'm continually having to deal with. But I think do you know what it is. I have to go back to where I was before and say, do I want to be back there? And the answer is absolutely one hundred percent no, because the person I was then. I might have been smaller, I might have been, you know, more defined or whatever, but actually I was in such a bad headspace. Um, I felt, I felt ill. I think if you looked at our wedding pictures, I look ill. I don't look healthy. I don't look like me. And that's what I do. It's, it is sad actually. And as a wedding photographer, like it, it is sad to think that I look back at my own wedding photos and think that's not even, that's not really me. That's, that's a really different person there. Um, struggling through life a bit and just kind of muddling through, um, but so I am tinged with sadness about that. But yeah, I think going back to the exercise, it's definitely an ongoing battle that I've 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 got to um yeah, process each day. And and, and Nick's is great as well at being again, like I said, like a sounding board for that, like, you know, just check in with me and, and she's so affirming of, you know, positive things for me as well. You know, you know, what why are you worried about it? Like you're fit, you're healthy, that's what that's that's got to be the most important thing. So I think in terms of my priorities, instead of thinking aesthetics is like the be on end or actually it's saying, do you know what? CrossFit's great. It's great to do. It. It's a great community. It's great for my headspace. It's great for me physically. And actually like, you know, we had to move some, some like, we got some, we ordered a pram, right? So we had four ma- massive boxes. Nick's yeah. can't carry these boxes because she's no. pregnant. And that, they are quite heavy. We've got like these big stairs. <laughs> and I remember taking them all downstairs into the car and I said to Nick's, do you know what? Like the functionality of doing CrossFit has enabled me to lift these boxes and not be like out of breath. I've hurt my back. And so actually trying to trying to love myself in a way that says these things are enabling you to do day to day things mm. better. Like that has yeah. to be that has to be a, a winning goal for me. So it's um it's got better my relationship with fitness and 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 um and food but uh I, I'm just such a foodie as well I love food <laughs> too much so I can't have it both ways I can't no. want to have I can't want this oh. like killer bod but also eat the, have you Snickers have released this new like soft peanut butter like oh, bar I mean I'm not is, a Snickers person you're but not oh Lucy no, it's no. it's and I just bought three it's, they're just um <laughs> but so do you know what I mean this is this is the life I'm living you know I it's love it um but yeah, yeah it's an ongoing battle yeah absolutely and thank you for sharing that and I think there's a couple of things from that uh, really interesting I think first of all I think I really like the way you talk about how 
exercise and working out can be something that obviously makes you feel good and hopefully you enjoy it um but also helps you to then do the things you really love most in life in a in like you know yeah. maybe not the thing you love most in life is carrying prams upstairs <laughs> but you know it's like oh i'm really happy that i can do this thing yes for my wife you yeah know, and it's something that's you know we're buying a pram and you yeah. know and i feel like i can do this and it doesn't hurt me and yeah you know and i imagine you know I imagine there are lots of people out there who maybe aren't as able-bodied or, you know, struggle with health and that sort of thing. And they maybe can't do the things that they would just love to be able to do that seemingly we just do every day, you know, whether it be, you know, walking up and down stairs or I can't think of many examples throwing, I don't know why I came to this example, throwing bread for ducks, which I don't know, <laughs> what do. I don't know why that, that to me. Always good fun though. Like Always a, good fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that example came to mind, but there you go. Um, that's an insight into my brain. Um, but I, I love that, you know, thinking of, you know, that exercise being a way for you to then continue to do things, you know, with ease in life. And yeah, I really like that. And also, you know, going back to talking about body image, and I think it's, you know, I think especially as probably a guy, obviously I don't have this experience, but, you know, I think we're more and more being open with the fact that guys too struggle with their body image you know and obviously you know it's obviously a huge thing for girls and we you know that's that's got a lot of you know awareness to it but I think um I think it's sort of changing a bit now and understanding you know this is something that also guys do struggle with too and I think there is a lot of comparison um I think I imagine in the fitness world especially um between guys and that sort of thing I don't have you got any thoughts on that at all or yeah anything? yeah I, th- I, th- I think it's a massive thing like you say Lucy I think with guys maybe it goes under the radar slightly but I know for me and for many of the friends it's it is huge and actually since joining CrossFit I go to a CrossFit gym in Felton and it's um it's absolutely amazing and do you know what I love there's not a single mirror in the gym oh that's so good there's no mirror there's no mirror and you know and that's not that's it doesn't necessarily say that mirrors are a bad thing for gyms and stuff but I think in the CrossFit community that I'm a part of it's all group sessions it's mixed and it is all about how how you do it as as a group and it's it's all about where are you at right now and any person is so welcome there's an amazing community to CrossFit which I absolutely love everyone is for you everyone is championing you whether a new person walks in or the person walks in for the for their fifth year in a row like Mm. everyone is so welcome and made to feel like they're it's their first time ever and I absolutely love it but what I love is that there's no there's no yeah there's no mirrors and and this is the thing that blew my mind right I remember I joined in like November like two or three years ago in the summer obviously gets super super hot and you're in this like massive warehouse like black balls, it's roasting hot, and I'm think and I'm thinking, crikey! All I want to do is take off my top, not because I want to say, look at what's happening, because there really isn't much happening at all. But it's <laughs> it's it's more to say, like yeah. I'm really hot, and there were guys around me of all different shapes and sizes who were like, I'm hot, I'm just gonna take this off, and I was like, I respect that so much because there's no egos, it's nothing about that, it's all about this is how I am, this is what I look like, I'm in this place because I want to get better, I want to get fitter, I love the community, all these different reasons, and they don't, they, they, they don't care, and I'm like, I, I want that, and I actually approached some of the guys, and I was like, how do you have the confidence, like, to do that, like, what, what is it, and they're just like, I'm literally just hot, like, no one's going to look at me, no one's going to look at you thinking, uh, what's that, or like, wow, they look fit, it's just like, 
they're just there to work out, have a good time. There's no judgment. And that is what I love. There's absolutely no judgment. And I'm still yet to be able to do it. I, I still can't oh. do it. I, I, I'm still not in that place where yeah, I can do yeah, it. Yeah. But, may, but again, that's, that's a personal battle which I have to like mm. work towards. And I say to Nick, mm. like, I was really hot today. I really want to take it off, but I couldn't. But I feel like next time I might have to do it because oh. I'm getting really hot and it's like really <laughs> un- unnerving. But little things like that. It's such a small thing that probably no one would ever think of when they, you know, if they were working out with me in the gym. But it's something that I really battle with. I'm like, I just, I can't, yeah. I can't do it. It's like a, no go zone sort of thing great personal challenge to have though just something for yourself to sort of work towards and like when I've been working with young people and I do sort of the one-to-one stuff you know I always we always the beginning of our sessions we always ask like you know well what is it that you want to work on in our time together what is it that you want to improve um and you know sometimes they go really specific um, they go really general first they say like I want to be happier and or or they'll say oh I want to be happy all the time or something and so we have Mm. to talk about you know we need to bring it a bit more specific um so then maybe we come up with okay I'd like to feel you know more motivated to do my homework or something yes and you know or just generally sort of feel more motivated or you know some people if it's anxiety it might be I'd like to be able to walk to the go into the shop by myself uh if it's anger I'd like they might say I'd like to not be as angry etc etc I also ask them, okay, well, why do you want that? You know, Mm. what difference is it going to make? What is, what is the impact of it? And, you know, always ask, and what would it look like if you reached that goal? So obviously for some, it'd be like, oh, I'd just be able to go into a shop without, you know, thinking about it. But for some people, when their thing is, oh, to be more motivated, they're, they might be, well, I just like to be able to, I know I'll feel more motivated when I'm able to do my homework as soon as I come back from school or something like that. So we always try and think of, okay, what does it look like? Why do you want that? What, what impact is it going to make? Why, you know, how is it going to look when this thing happens? Because sometimes we don't realise it's, uh, we're making changes, you know? And I think that's a really great thing for you. It's like, you know, you don't want to necessarily take off your top because you want to be like, oh, I want to show off, you know, Not what I look all, like. yeah. But it's actually, a, it's a confidence thing. Yeah, actually, it's... You're, so it blew out you coming to sessions being like, I'd like to feel more confident myself. Mm. I know I maybe would have reached out when I feel not embarrassed to take off my top when I'm hot working out kind of thing and so I think that's a really it's good to, for us to have these personal challenges for ourselves you know to ask yourself okay what is it that you want to improve you know is it self-esteem is it anxiety is it confidence whatever it might be and then think to yourself okay how would you know you've reached that you know what what mm. thing maybe would you be able to do or not be able to do yeah when you have that thing so I, I love that I think that yeah. that's great and it's not based on ego it's not based on you know anything else but it's something for you that you know other people may not may just think oh that's easy but for you it's like well I can't believe I just did that like genuinely I I, I do want I I, honestly the more I talk about Nick she's like blimey this is a real issue isn't it I was like yeah (laughs) honestly like I I think it could be one of the biggest issues in my not in my life but like (laughs) like do you know what I mean like it's what it it, it takes up a lot of room in my brain Mm. like when I wake up and like, I just like feel like my size. I'm like, blimey, I feel a bit, I don't feel great today. Or like, oh, I feel a bit leaner today. Like, that's the first thing I do. I'm like, that is not a healthy approach to day-to-day living of being like, how do I feel today? I was going to touch areas which I'm maybe self-conscious about and stuff. But um, yeah, it's, I do wonder if like, you know, the whole kind of social scene and that kind of stuff really plays a part in that because we're, we're, we're being 
thrusted images of what we should look like or how we should sound or if you go to crossfit you should be looking like this and if you are going to crossfit you don't look like what are you doing wrong and i'm like oh my gosh i've been going for like two and a bit years why don't i look like that like what am i not doing it right and it's all these things in my head but um yeah it's an ongoing it's one of those ongoing battles isn't it absolutely and i think you know we'll we'll always have something that maybe yeah. we you know feel insecure about which probably isn't a great look on life but it's, <laughs> you know but but knowing that it's like okay well that thing's not going to stop me from doing the things you know like I'm really glad to hear that you know you saw different bodies to yours at CrossFit but it didn't stop you from going you there are still things that you're working towards but it's like I'm not gonna not go because of it and I think that is what we can do when we're faced with our insecurities is like you know you might not be able to go the full full hog of what everything you want to be able to do but just don't give up and don't let that insecurity win you know don't let that be the thing that stops you from living a life that you want to live because of that thing because everyone has insecurities and you know we are we are less aware of other people than we think other people are aware of us if that makes sense yeah you know people we're we're far too concerned of ourselves you know probably in not a great way that (laughs) we're not looking at other people and other people are looking at you but then like you say you think everyone is looking at you you're like and like you said they're really not they're probably not (laughs) like that's the that's that's the reality honestly and you know what i always you know sometimes uh my young people they're like oh what if i make a mistake and when i raise big thing is raising your hand in class i remember this in school yeah you know i could never raise my hand in case i got the question wrong and Mm. someone laughed at my answer that was like the worst thing and to be honest even still now if that happened that would be really horrible yeah and i'd say first of all that person shouldn't laugh you getting something wrong getting stuff wrong is a really great thing and you should be okay with failing because it's amazing to fail because it helps you learn but anyway that's a whole other topic of conversation um but also i always say to them really do do people laugh and she's like they say like oh actually no or and i was like are you thinking about it a week later and they're like oh no i've forgotten about them by the end yeah exactly it's like exactly the same for you they might notice it first of all and that Mm. might not feel nice but that shouldn't stop you from you know raising your hand if you know you know the answer or giving something a go and I think you know it might seem like a small thing but those kind of things can really build up to then you know meaning you stop going towards the dream that you want because you're afraid of failing and all of that sort of thing but yeah so it's like actually we're we put so much on what we think other people think and remember of us and actually they really don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's really it. No don't. one's going to be looking at you when they're like lifting a barbell above the head, doing a workout. They're not going to be looking over going, oh, Ollie's taking his top off. That looks a bit... Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Like, they're going to be doing their own thing. Well, I hope so anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, that's like such a great conversation to have. And, you know, thank you so much for being honest and sharing, no, you know, all. those um, insecurities for yourself. I think that's going to be really encouraging for 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 everyone listening out there um so let's take a quick pause um yep. and then we'll come back and we will talk about your original amazing just been swapping wedding horror stories which <laughs> will not be public um definitely not this time but um just just 
just love on your wedding photographers, okay, guys? It's uh... <laughs> Give them lots of encouragement. Lots of encouragement. And lots of exclamation marks. That's the key. <laughs> we love an exclamation mark. Um, oh, big time. Yeah, At least four. At, At least four. four. <laughs> At Only least. one and we're like, now they're Three's them. like, okay, not bad, but four's like, okay, now we're talking. Yeah, then. now we're talking. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, and I'm and caps job. lock. Caps yes. lock is good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just yeah. the bigger the better, guys. Yeah, um, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Imposter syndrome is oh, so real. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, so we're back from a little break and we're now going to chat about um, Ollie's emotional five a day. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear these. Um, so, Ollie, what would you say is your first emotional five a day? Yeah, so I'm going to kind of do it in a chronological order of like me it. from waking up. So, yeah, the first one is wake up, get out of bed, coffee and Wordle. Have Wordle. you played Wordle? I've not, no. And oh, I, my I want, gosh. I want to hear about this. <laughs> Lucy, play, everyone play Wordle. It's the best game. Do you know what it is? It just gets your brain going, like, first yeah. thing in the morning. How often, like, do I just get out of bed? I'm, like, just a zombie. Yeah. And I just don't use my brain at all. But Wordle is, like, it just gets you going. It gets you ticking. Uh, uh, so, what is it? <laughs> so, Wordle, it's, it is, um, it's a word game. So, it's a five, it's a five-letter word that you have to guess. And you've right. got six guesses to get it. Okay. So, the boxes will be empty. Uh, empty to start with so let's say for your first guess you put in the word space now if a letter that the um the wordle is isn't in there it'll be grayed out if a letter you've chosen is in the word but in the wrong place it'll be orange right and if a letter is in the word and it's in the correct place it's green so slowly and surely you start to eradicate letters yeah and you can move them around and you guess the word and it, anyone can play it's not an app you have to go on like a url type on wordle oh, wow. you can play you can only yeah you can only play once a day and it's the same word for everyone and everyone like swaps their scores and stuff. Oh my god. It's really fun. Lucy you should play. It's so fun. I would totally get it. You can play that. against Sam. You can yeah. just like wake up in the morning and like have your own like, me and Nick's that. play. Yeah, me and Nick's <gasps> play all the time. So oh Nick's couldn't get it today. Today's one was really hard. Okay. Um Nick's Nick's didn't get it. I got it in four. Oh. Just saying. Well, so. I'm well done. I'm very proud. Just, just um. <laughs> <laughs> Soz next. Soz. Soz. To be fair, Nick's is like Nick's is a, a word buff, so she normally gets it. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, bet that yeah felt, I bet that actually felt really good to, to, to oh, win. Big yes. time. oh yeah big time big oh, time any other day it would be Nick's winning but uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. To, to, today yeah. I can today, today's, today's my day today's my day absolutely um, yeah. um, okay so that's so, so talk me through what why do you like doing that as your you know something you pretty much do every day so sort of getting up coffee that sort of yeah. thing you know what what kind of impact does it have for you I think especially since we went into the working from home like covid period i got in a really really bad space where i was i was literally staying in bed i put my laptop next to my bed i'd wake up have a pillow like one minute to eight open the laptop put the pillow on my lap be in bed laptop open and just start work and i was like this is such a bad like routine to be in and i just thought actually for my mental health, my physical health as well, like just staying in bed, that's not good. And the process of of getting up in the morning and sitting down, having a coffee in my chair, utilising some brain power with a word or get up a bit earlier and just actually start the day before getting to work, wake up, 
it was just a really nice process. So I've made sure that every day now that I'm up a bit before my alarm, do my wordle, have my coffee, I'm downstairs, I'm changed. Like even like things are getting changed. Mm. Goodness me, like I just yeah. come down my pants and I'm just like, right, let's go. And like that's not that's not good. Sometimes sometimes you need it, right? On a rainy Absolutely. day for ha- for Harry Potter vibes, get it on. Oh, Great. You know but, what? Those are kind of my favourite days where it's they raining, are good though, aren't they? You've got all the snacks and you put on Harry Potter oh, and you're all cozy. But, but what snacks are we talking though? Dream. Um oh a collection so it depends yeah. like usually usually some kind of chocolatey thing i'm a big chocolate Absolutely. person yeah um so it'd be like minstrels or dairy milk or something like that um but also then if it's like a savory thing i i, I love a bit of pasta for lunch um, do you or nice kind of or maybe you'll get your hummus and your crisps oh um, yeah love all that yeah what about you what kind of snacks <laughs> Nick's is big on the chocolate, so there'll yeah. definitely be like a twirl flying yeah. around somewhere. Yeah. I'm big on sweets, so I love like Harry Bell, pick a mix, okay. that kind yeah. of thing. Um, maybe some like Doritos, that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, we're we're big snackers as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time, and a bit of Harry Potter as well. And a evening. bit of Harry Potter. Oh, they are good days. Great day. They are. They are good days. They are good days. Yeah, big time. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. I just think getting up, starting the day. Not in bed. Yes. <laughs> like I said, there's a time and a place, but I think just even getting out of bed for me is a bit of a victory. I was never a morning person. I still would say that I'm not a morning person, but I'm actually just trying to enjoy the mornings a bit more um, and actually get up and, and just come downstairs, sit in that little chair there, the little rocking oh, chair, do my word, have my coffee nice. and, yeah. and away I go. So oh, yeah, that'll be my first that. one. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, I actually, I was always a morning person and then the pandemic really ch- like changed it and... I start to become not a morning person and actually really mm. liked working in the evenings. And so actually for a while I've sort of embraced that and embraced that kind of actually, you know, changing it. But slowly I am, I do really appreciate the sort of the quieterness, if that's a word, of the mornings and starting yes. the morning well. It definitely does change my mood, but also being kind to myself in terms of, like I was just saying actually Monday mornings now, I'm actually taking them a bit slower. So I'm not getting up at seven, I might be getting up at nine. Yeah, but still doing, you know, cup of tea or maybe a workout, you know, getting ready. So still doing the routine of sort of avoiding my phone a bit and that sort of thing, but just not at seven a.m. But just doing yeah, you got to be you know, kind to yourself and give yourself a bit of grace, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. you got to give yourself a bit of grace and just actually, I can just slowly get into this day. But yeah, yeah absolutely, you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Brilliant. All right, so that's your first one. So what would number two be? Number two is. Um, it's slightly different, but I, I really like to play a bit of worship. Um, I was saying to you, Lucy, just before we kind of came on here, like I, I'm not very good on my own. I'm not, not very good when things are quiet. And so I often <clears throat> feel um, silent with noise. And that noise could be friends or the office or whatever. But, you know, nine times out of ten, it's, it's, it's not very wholesome, right? So I thought, actually it's really good for me to fill that space with something. And, and as a Christian, um, quiet times are important for us all. And, you know, people have that in different, in different ways. And I just find worship for me works really well. So, um, you know, if I'm just playing just a bit of worship song, I can just sing along to it um, or just, yeah, just yeah. be still and, and let that kind of yeah, wash over me. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really important that we have you know, those moments that connects us back to what's, you know, uh, what's important to us. And, and, you know, and especially when, you know, faith is involved. 
I think it's really fantastic to you know find that time and whether it's for you for people it's faith whether it's something else you know totally coming, yeah. you know again it's kind of coming back to that why thing i guess you know for you connecting to worship is you know um it comes back to the why why is this all happening kind of yeah. helps you connect to something bigger that sort of thing um and i think that can also be really helpful and to also just get yourself out of your own own head a little bit mm, yeah. um i think is always a very very good thing great second one then so listening to worship music that's that's really fab great number three what's your third emotional five day number three i think it's really important as well is like for me is t- to move and to move at lunchtime so when i worked for joe wicks we were eight or four and then have like an hour for for lunch at 12 and at 12 o'clock rain or shine pretty much i'm either out in the garden like in the shed doing a workout or i'm like hey nix let's go for a walk around the block and i just need to change the scene um i don't know about you lucy but i find like i my attention span to stay in the same place especially when working from home right where mm. we we open your laptop and you close it and you're in the same environment as your leisure yeah. and, and that kind of stuff i have to get out and break that boundary yeah. just for a short period of time and and do you know what a walk is perfect like a walk is so great just to stimulate yourself again just to reinvigorate yourself Around, sometimes it's just around the block it's like literally 10 minutes and that is all I need other times I need more of like a, I might go for a run or I might go into the garden and do a bit of weightlifting but just something just to change the scene just to take myself away um, and just escape and actually during those times I don't really think about anything mm. I'm just kind of away with myself and let my thoughts naturally progress into whatever and actually that's a really nice time and yeah. I think that's a real encouragement for a lot of people to do actually sometimes we're so in control of our thoughts or the thoughts are controlling us because we've got things to do but actually just create space for yourself and and don't just let your mind wander and see where you kind of end up and it's actually a really nice creative place to be so I would say get out go for a walk or do whatever you can in your space and just let your mind do what it wants to do and see what see what comes in because um some fun things really happen on a nice walk it's yeah. it's really when you when you let it happen it's it's a good place to be yeah absolutely no that's really nice and i think it's good to change it up and you know sort of do something different but know that actually it's like a okay i need to get moving at lunchtime and yes um you know you could so easily just continue to work through and you know eat lunch at your desk and all of those sorts of things which we know are not great for us and so yeah. to actually get moving and to do something um different and you know i think that that that's a really important um a yeah. really great thing to do um i've only just sort of realized that you and nix will obviously be work you work in the same place which must mean you go to some yeah. meetings and that sort of thing i guess knowing that you're we know that your wife is listening next door um okay <laughs> she can what's hear it. it like what's it like working together in the oh, same it's, company it's so much fun like we yeah. are such good friends and oh. I think, and you know, when we did the photography as well, that was living together, that working in two different places. Um, I guess for some people that would be like, whoa, too intense. But for us, we've got such a good relationship and we know each other as well. We, we knew when to give each other space and to let each other breathe. And we're so good, like, if I'm going to CrossFit, Nick's is like, yeah, like, do what you need to do. I always come back a better person. She'll, you know, if she wants to play a piano or whatever, or, you know, she might go see some friends or go for a walk or she might just sit and chill at home as well. But we, we know when to give each other space. We know when to be with each other and stuff. And, and also prioritise time together as well. That's not just 
based around work to actually have us time so um yeah i think a lot of people like whoa that's intense Mm. but it really works Works for us we have such fun yeah we have a great time so but maybe Um, ask her the same question as well see what her response is i think i think that's great and um yeah i think if it works i think what who better to work with than your best friend oh, and totally. the person you're married to like that's that's absolutely amazing and also um, like we yeah. know each other's because we, we're in the same company or you know and she's done the photography if we've got any problems like we each know how to kind of help each other out and to listen and we can be very empathetic and understanding and sympathetic to each other's circumstances so yeah it's good it yeah. is good love that that's amazing don't know whether me and Sam could work together. Um, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, could you yeah, do it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we probably could actually. Um, I think that we've just got different sets of skills. Um, we're quite um, a lot of ways we're quite opposite in yeah. a lot of things, but I think that's sometimes why we work quite well together. What we need is for you and Sam to photograph a wedding together. You could just oh give them, just be like, Sam, just pick this up and like, just do what you want and like, enjoy it. And just see what creative images come out and be like, yeah, I love it. Who, Lucy, that could be so good. Yeah, do it. But come on, Sam. What if, what if you give end up being better than me? And like, oh, could you imagine? I would just be like, nope, sorry, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's so it messy off. and competitive. See you later. <laughs> oh yeah oh. no i'd be very i'd be um very curious um as to see what, what would come out <laughs> side um my yeah i've started like sort of like just when he's taking pictures of me or something like that no 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 so stand here and i'll show you how i want it yeah and then just, just press the button do that. yeah exactly just press the button so. um, just press the button <laughs> um oh but i love that i love that you work together i think that's amazing um yeah, it's really fun Number four then. So it's had getting moving at lunchtime, that being an important one. Yeah. Yeah. So I've moved at lunchtime. I've gone back to work. And then number four for me is CrossFit. Like, or that could be for you know, going to the gym, whatever that looks like. But for me, CrossFit is and has been a real safe haven for two, two, two and a bit, three years. And like I said earlier, it's just such a wonderful space. You go in, you change the scene you meet some incredible people from all different walks of life who all come here for a common goal. It's all um, uh, class-based. Um, it's Sorry, it's all um, group classes. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. in it with maybe like eight people or 12 yeah. people or 18 people. And it's great. And you just get to meet so many different, like fun people. You get to work with, yeah, it's it's just a great place to be. And, and, and you're bettering yourself. You always come away and you feel, wow, I feel energized. I better myself. Like, I might burn a few calories. You just, I just feel great. And I always said to Nix, when I come back, hopefully I'll be a better human for it. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's a wonderful community at CrossFit. If anyone's interested at going to CrossFit or, or is scared, I would say just go for it because the community is so welcoming. I've ne- You go to a normal gym and people have got their headphones in, they're in a the mirror and it's fine. Like, some people love that. Not a problem at all. But specifically with CrossFit, I I know so many people who've been wowed by how welcoming it's been. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if if you've never done it before or you're new to the gym. It's just a wonderful, wonderful place to be. So um, CrossFit's number four, big time. Love that. That's brilliant. No, to be honest, I've I've never really sort of thought about it. What would you, is CrossFit sort of mainly, is it lots of weights or is it that kind of thing or yeah. 
Yeah, so CrossFit is, is kind of essentially functional fitness. So that's a real multitude of exercises. So it can be weightlifting, mixing with like gymnastic skills, mixing with body weight and dumbbell stuff. So you might have a workout that's a real mix. It might be like pull-ups, you might be doing um, some barbell stuff and you might be doing some like toe-to-bars or some push-ups. And it's really different. So it challenges you in so many different aspects. And what I love is that you go in and you might be someone who's amazing at weightlifting, but today's class is all about body weight stuff. And actually it's great because it challenges you in areas where you're not so good. And also it really sharpens areas where you're brilliant. So someone always, you always get something out of the class. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's such a variety of classes that you can do like cardio, more weights, a mix of both. And um, yeah, I mean, it's mad. Like in our gym, the classes start at 4 a.m., Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, so I do not go to any of those. No, uh, so there's 4am, 5am, 6am, but um, I go to the evening classes. So you, what you get is everyone coming out of work. And actually, it's, a, it's just a really fun environment because people are on good form. They've got the evening ahead. Sometimes you might have some food after. It's, it's lovely. So and I appreciate, you know, not everywhere um, is always like that. But um, from what I've heard, the CrossFit community is is amazing. So if you've ever been interested in CrossFit or you're new to it and want to give it a go, I would say go for it. Take a, take a mate along, go for it. It's so fun. It's so fun. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. I love that. I love the sound of that. That's so cool. Yeah, my, I mean, my exercise, I, I mean, I grew up dancing. That's my background and always always and forever will love dancing that's my biggest thing so it's i'm always trying to find workouts and stuff that are similar sort of to that yeah. so you know even if that's learning a tiktok dance you know that'll oh, just be big my time. thing that I, will, that I will do yes um, that's why i love bar workouts and but Great. i actually really last year or so i got really into weight weighted workouts and nice. sort of just really light dumbbells that sort of thing but I think um I don't know why I really like it I thought because I started body pump the late um I, oh my gosh I always get them confused I say lay mids lay mids but you mean when les, I mean les mills and I say les honestly <laughs> since working at the body coach the amount of times I've read lay mids is yeah. unbelievable because I yeah. just love lay mids anyway um yeah. but yes exactly. yeah les big mills. musical fan big yeah, musical yeah. fan oh, big time. and yeah. yeah absolutely um yeah. but um the I did body pump at les mills and I loved it I absolutely loved it and I really didn't think I would because I you know always thought oh wait that's a that's a really strong person thing and you know it was so new to me but I loved it so you know let that be an encouragement guys to give stuff a go even if you think it's not not for you because actually there really isn't a no workout should be off limits to someone you know you don't have to be a certain type of person to you know and I found something new that I really liked that I didn't think I would because I was thinking well I love the choreography and the dancing and that sort of thing and and it definitely helps when there's good music or you know there's a bit of a routine or a rhythm to it but actually I also really love just being you know doing those weights and kind of just having 30 minutes of just like right I'm just going to focus on doing these 
set things and that that's really that's really so nice. fun and it's mm. so interesting as well like so are they are they group classes as well like with the with the bar yeah and, so and I've, the body yeah, I've yeah, not done yeah. one for a while well since pre-pandemic actually yeah. um but yes they were group classes and it'd be using the the bar and the then you put weights mm. on the end of the bars gotcha. and you'd have your big i remember first going to a morning class which again <laughs> this is pre-pandemic this oh, is lucy yeah, yeah. who liked to be up at 6 a.m sort of thing um this is not the lucy of now i remember first going and just having to ask someone how on earth do you set these up like i don't know what i'm doing but i was just following everyone else yeah and, yeah and yeah. then you know you just ask and you get help but yeah so it'd be group classes together and it'd be to certain songs and you'd do sort of that's um, so fun yeah which is really fun it was a lot of fun i really liked but, it because i feel now like since going to crossfit which is predominantly well it's all group classes i struggle to now work out by myself because i'm like where is everyone like in terms of pushing me to be better and to be faster and to do it quicker and to do better. But also like just for like the camaraderie and just like the banter that you get in like and just making friends like I love it for that reason, probably more so than anything. If I work out by myself now in the shed, I'm like after twenty minutes I'm like, I think I'm done. Yeah, I'm like I, uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm uh, I think I'm done. I, I definitely I think I'd be able to work out longer if not that I necessarily need to, but work out longer if I was with someone so I actually do if I see I've got a 30 I'm gonna do a 30 minute weighted sort of workout YouTube sort of thing yeah I will often put on a TV show next to me and I will just like Good have plan. a TV show on yeah. and then close caption the um the workout no nice. so I can That's kind of idea. have something as a bit of a distraction but yeah, it's something yeah, to keep yeah. me going but I can still follow along and do and do the workout specifically when tip. I'm doing a weighted workout so that's often good. a good tip if you good really tip. struggle with doing any kind of exercise workout just put your favorite tv show on for a little get bit get friends on just do it exactly exactly um amazing so crossfit was your number four number five wrap us up what was your final five day yeah number five so come back from crossfit I'm a better human being. I've showered, mm-hmm. so I smell better as well. And then my last one is that time with Nick's. Um, and I suppose for anyone else, that's kind of time with a significant other. Um, or actually by yourself, if you're introverted, whatever that looks like. But for me, I, 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 I love just having time with Nick's. And for us, that could be anything from going out for dinner or predominantly most of the time, it might just be just chilling on the sofa, hanging out, having a chat watching something watching harry potter with a few snacks and just having that real good like close intimate time as well because you know like we said at work we're chatting about work sort of things at lunch you might go for a little walk or we do that separately or whatever i've gone to crossfit she might be playing keyboard but then actually having set time to be with with one another um and we we've got a thing about really like eating together as well um we really like are passionate about that so if i'm going to crossfit will i will either try and move the time to eat together earlier or later we'll never eat separately we really believe in like actually eating at the same time it's a really Mm. special thing to do as a family um so yeah it's just this it's just nice just to be with one another as well and yeah we feel that's really important so um love that yeah that's my five yeah make that time absolutely they were brilliant so if you just quickly run through them again just quickly list them off what were your emotional five day so wake up, coffee and Wordle. Get on Wordle hype, guys. I, I'm, I'm literally going to do it after this. <laughs> Get it on now. Come on, Luce. Uh, number two um, was uh, time of worship. Number three was to move at lunch. Uh, four was CrossFit. And number five, the last one, was some time with Nick's. Amazing. Oh, that is so, so good. Well, Ollie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been such a joy to talk to you. And oh, I've loved you know, thank it, you for Lucy. sharing 
your experiences in emotional health and you know obviously about what you do and giving us the insight into joe wicks always very good <laughs> um sounds lovely um and yeah thank you so much for coming on and we'll speak to you again soon thanks so much for having me thank you so well Oh, what a fab interview that was. And I can confirm I am recording this a little bit later and I am obsessed with Wordle. Oh my days, guys, if you haven't got on it, get on it. Um, I mean, probably by this episode goes out, it may be like not the thing anymore, but it is very, very addictive. And I'm also doing it in the mornings and it's so fun. Um, and please excuse if you can hear um, weather around. I'm recording this during Storm Eunice. So hope you guys all are okay from this storm um but yeah so lovely to have ollie on i'll link his stuff down below go check out his photography um and i'll also leave a um, link for body coach and for joe wicks and just so you guys can kind of see a little bit of what they are up to but so lovely to have you guys listening thank you so much and i look forward to speaking to you all again next week bye